Welcome to Dudes Talk Shit, episode 50. The big 5-0. Just a couple more episodes and the show will be as old as TJ. <laughs> first of all, first of all, you've been hanging out with them white boys too much. Where the fuck you get that intro music from? This is, look, look. We, we you know, we got a whole different audience here, so. Yeah, um, so if they know they got two niggas that's doing this podcast, why the fuck would you play that hard rock, heavy metal? Just so that way you could just have that under your belt and be like, okay. Uh-oh, what's that? What's the actual noise coming from? Like, make yourself feel good that. I got to be Brian, because we ain't hear that there earlier. Mm. There you go. <laughs> um, What's up, Brian? Hello. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you about that opening. It had some hip-hop beat into it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you ain't hear it? No. Let me play it again, Psych. No, 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 we good. (laughs) We go. Hey, man, look, 50 episodes. uh, We've been doing this for, let me see, 2018. For two years, technically, we should have 104 episodes. But because... You were were in alcohol rehab. (laughs) But because... Uh, TJ scares all our guests away. Ain't that um, a bitch? We had to cancel a lot of shows. So, in the span of two years, we've done fifty shows. But it's cool. It's cool. We good now. We back. We back on track. We got our special, uh, uh, as he calls himself, our featured special guest. He made sure he put that in there. Brian Three SL Lyles. Hello. <laughs> and what's the Three SL for again? For those who don't know, uh, for the guest that's listening and everyone else who hasn't seen me in a long time uh stands for threesome which i've been in a few <laughs> <laughs> i see you made it back from the dominican republic to me or him you <laughs> i've never been to dominican republic i know <laughs> but anyway man we got a lot of uh shit to talk about tonight um first i know we're going to get into Kamala Harris, okay? we also going to talk about WAP, uh, the song oh, Megan Thee Stallion, and um, what's her name? Cardi, uh, Cardi B. And then we're going to play the 30s version of WAP, which is going around the internet right now that y'all heard from Lucille Bogan. <laughs> I, I, was, I, I didn't know my grandparents listened to shit like this. Look. That, shit is, that shit is filthy. Women, women talk about the misogyny in music, but the reality of it is, is they started that shit. Yeah. They are the ones that started because that nasty, that nasty shit, black men was still trying to sing the draws off women. It was black women who had the luxury mm-hmm. to make those type of adult songs. Even though they was underground, it was black women who started that raunchy shit. So I'm glad that you know Lucille Bogan has been dug up. Yeah. Because we we can fast forward to Millie Jackson. Millie oh. Jackson made a bunch of nasty ass songs mm. when black men was still stepping to the mic and dressing alike and doing two steps and choreography and shit. Millie Jackson was singing Tonight is the Night. So when was this? This was back in the 70s. You ain't never heard of mm. Millie Jackson. I wasn't born yet. Oh man! <laughs> but I know who Billy Jackson is, and I was not a, and I was a baby back then. So yeah, yeah, ten year old baby. All right, so look, um, I'm a, I'm gonna do something real quick. Just open up the show, and we have our special guest, Chef Rachel, who's gonna be coming on in a few minutes. But I did this on No Filter Sports. Um, I'm going over every NFL team real quick. This is gonna be a quick. <laughs> God. And I'm going to tell you which teams need to change their name. Uh, and why. Back to that again. <laughs> okay. Then when we bring Chef Rachel on, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to get into the Kamala Harris. We're going to talk about food. We're going to talk about um, aphrodisiac food. We're going to get into all of that. Um, mm-hmm. Redskins changed their name. Let's start with NFCs. The New York Giants. Since everybody in this generation is so damn sensitive, I'm going to put myself in their shoes. The NFCs, New York Giants need to change their name. Because giant can be insulting to short people. And the <laughs> word giant, a lot of tall people don't like being called giants. So eventually, I know it's your short ass started off with the giants. So 
<laughs> yes, I'm joining the millennials on this shit. The Giants need to change their fucking name ASAP. All right, that shit is insulting to me. The Philadelphia Eagles, they good. Um, the Dallas Cowboys, you already know that name got to change. Okay, um, Cowboys, cows, you know, you insulting cows. And then you calling a man a boy, that's not good. You know, we got to be political. So the Dallas Cowboys need to change their name. And the NFC, what's the next division? Uh, South. The NFC South. NFC North. Chicago Bears. Um, They're going to have to change their name. Because Bears attack people. And that's not a good name to, to promote. Change their name to the Chicago motherfucking racist-ass organization that passed on Patrick Mahomes. To sign motherfucking Mitch Trubisky, call him that. Morning, <laughs> all right. Chicago Bears got the Green Bay Packers need to change their name for several reasons because to our homosexual friends, <laughs> the word Packer is a derogatory statement. You know what I'm saying? Even though in Green Bay it means cheese, but a lot of people call them Fudge Packer. So. That's going to be insulting to our homosexual friends. So the Green Bay Packers will have to change their name eventually. You got um, homosexual friends? Huh? You got homosexual friends? You I have one homosexual, homosexual friends. I mean, I have one homosexual friend. Yeah. You starting a confession tonight? What, what are you doing? What, what, what am I confessing that I got a homosexual friend? Mm. You got a homosexual <laughs> friend. God. Don't you? Yeah, but mine attended my wedding. You ain't got married, so. I, I did get married. It just got divorced too. So then the Minnesota Vikings got to change their name. Vikings were uh, big white people back in the day that beat up and eat people. That name has to change. Um, beat up and eat people. Vikings eat raw meat and all that. Said that's that's not not a good depiction. That's barbarians, not Vikings. Yeah, bar- barbarians. Vikings are more civilized. Cavemen can be insulting to, to to them. So that name is going to have to change. In the NFC um, South, Atlanta Falcons, they're good for now. Um, the Saint, Who else is The New Orleans Saints. Saints. Got to change the name because a lot of religious people don't like being called Saints. That's going to be insulting. Change the name. Um, who else? We got Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Got to change the name because pirates used to rob ships. That's not politically correct. Buccaneers got to change their name. Um, you, you really Panthers. thought that out, huh? I, I, I was... Drinking and throw it out. Yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah so. he thought about this for a while. <laughs> Who's the other team in the NFC South? The Panthers. The Panthers. The Black Panthers. No, they got to change their name because Panthers are associated with Black Panthers. They got to change their name. Um, the <laughs> NFC West. This yeah. bit is dying. Okay. This last <laughs> you know this last this bit is fucking dying, dude. If I had more liquor, it would be more funny, wouldn't it, Brian? So I'm just now starting. But this is the last division I'm gonna do. Next, next week I'll do the AFC. I'll just the last division. Yeah, San Francisco, let's do, let's do the AFC next division. Seattle Seahawks. Um they they good for now. Uh the Los Angeles Rams gotta change their name because Ram can be depicted in so many ways. Humans, you know, ramming each other. Or you know, uh, uh, Ram depicts violence, so the Rams gotta change their name. Um, who else we got? The 49ers um, used to take gold and steal gold. That's stealing. That's theft. They gotta change their name. Um, and there you go. So yeah, that was my NFC version of all the teams that's gonna have to change their name as we get more politically correct. Uh, I forgot the Cardinals. Um, they're good for now. They're good for now. Okay. All right. So that was my opening. <laughs> um, soliloquy. Rant. I'll do the AFC next week. When I no, next no, week, no, no, I'll be more drunk when I do it, so it'll be <laughs> even more entertaining. Oh, he's gonna he's gonna give me his ba- basketball one when when we when I do no filter again. So yeah, I'm gonna tell you Which all the basketball. Interesting. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So tonight, um, we have our special guest. Um, we'll bring her on right now, Chef Rachel. Looking on a woman waiting is the wrong thing to do. <laughs> How you Hi. doing, Chef? Hi. Hello. I'm good. <laughs> I am good. How are you doing? We're doing great. We're doing. Have you had anything to drink yet? I don't need a drink. I'm high on life. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, so tell everybody about yourself real quick. You're you, you're a chef, obviously, but tell everybody a little bit more. Uh, yeah. So I'm a. I call myself a culinary coach. I rebranded. I'm a if you okay. my special is in 
uh, culinary um, instruction and in-home restaurant dining experiences. But I mean, for all purposes, I'm personal chef or private chef, everyone. But so I do um, anything that someone commissions me to do in as far as culinary. Gotcha. Okay. And I know you're very outspoken, and that's one of the reasons I wanted to bring you on. You will speak your opinion. Uh, oh, I'm I'm also an author as well. Okay, it's a cookbook, and I know you you have made a reference about cavemen. Of that's the name of the that's book. the name of the book. <laughs> <laughs> you got another five years on that title. It's called Cave the Caveman's Cookbook. Uh, me and one of my chef mates out in LA, we co-authored the book together, and it was supposed to specifically target men. That was hence the name. Mm. Yeah. Where but, do you get this book on Amazon? Uh, you can get it off my website. Off your website? What's your website again? The Snarky Chef dot rocks. www dot rocks not com okay r-o-c-k-s yes well, okay that's a different domain i never heard that before okay but um like the language the verbiage in it you can clearly see that it was written with men in mind. you know like one of the chapters is called how's your cut game <laughs> one, you know okay well yeah we we gonna get in it we gonna get we need some recipes like i don't I'm not a steak man no more. I don't eat red meat, but um, I eat everything else. Oh, yes, okay. indeed. Well, lucky so. for you, uh, the pretty much every recipe in here, seafood based, poultry. Mm. I don't even think we included anything red meat in here. Oh yeah, the caveman's cook. But I'm going to order that book yeah. tonight. I'm gonna buy it tonight. Watch, and I'm gonna so it's, it. it's it's pretty dope. I mean, it's broken down. <laughs> Breakfast, appetizers, mm -hmm. lunch, dinner, desserts. Okay. You know, because the whole point of it was like, you know, any gets it, cooks out of it, have a lady, you know, through. You look like you know what you're doing. Get it, like <laughs> how long she stayed. You okay. got some time frame. I like that. We're going to get more into that and some of your favorite recipes and some good aphrodisiac recipes. We're going to talk about all that tonight. Yes, indeedy. But horny I want bastard. you. What'd you say, TJ? You horny bastard. Every <laughs> time we get a female guest on here, everything got to get sexual with you. No, it don't got to get yes, sexual. It does. No, it don't. Yes, it does. No, no, I know you. <laughs> so you yes, the right, your own wife, TJ. That's right. You the Christian of the show right now. Yes, I'm yeah. born again. Bullshit. Who's born again? Uh, Monday? As of right before I logged into the school. Yeah, they're ready to say when you logged in. Born again, my ass. All right, speaking of, what are you, what, are you, what is it, what is that? CBD oil. Nice. CBD oil. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Or for recovery, homie. Okay, well, this is for recovery, too. All right, recovery <laughs> from this angle with my hand later on. So, look. Let's get into this, man. The big news of the week. I know I've seen TJ's post. DJ has been posting. He's made you if you stretch his post out on the street, it will go a mile long about Kamala Harris. So T, you hold it, TJ, for a minute. I'm gonna ask our guest, Chef, how do you feel about uh Kamala Harris? Um. Honestly, I really don't give a shit who is in the white house mm -hmm. my main focus is is local state yeah. there we go no i don't that. i agree they're I not passing the laws that affect me like actually affect me it's not right. the and that's what i keep pushing to all my colleagues i'm mm -hmm. just like y'all focus on the wrong thing mm -hmm. i like her <laughs> i like her I mean, potentially in this case, the woman sitting in the Oval Office is not the one you need to be worried about. Mm -hmm. And the motherfuckers at Congress that you need to be worried about. It need to be mm -hmm. your it need to be your mayor. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, wreck <they> <laughs> it up. Just thinking. but I, um, you know, as far as I think, I would have 
honestly like to see him go with Stacey Abrams, who's my Spellman sister. And she seems like she really is about, about it when it comes to, you know, change, reform, for real, for real. Um, or even, I mean, I, Elizabeth Warren, I would have been happy with that. You know, homegirls like, look, shit, I used to be, I know what the people is going through. I used to really be the people's like that. You know, we need child care. We need health care. Fuck it. We need to get rid of student loans. I, I was with it. I was with it. But Kamala, I feel like she's kind of like, kind of like politicians we've already seen. Like she do the dance. You know, she do the tap dance. Bop, 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 bop. I'm going to do the tap dance. Well, before you come to me, Trump, I like to go to Brian first because I want to be able to disagree with him for a change. Because <laughs> I already know I'm not going to agree with what he's saying. And he always doesn't agree with me. So I want to be able to disagree with him this time. Go ahead, Brian. You got the floor. How do you feel about the Kamala Harris thing? I am okay with it. I it, Among the other candidates, I it, it either it could I would have been happy with anybody. Uh, I just felt that Kamala was the uh, appropriate person because of the fact that she challenged Biden during the prime early part of the primaries, and I think that's what he needed at the same time that that's what she needed to do. Um, and and I felt that with that type of presence, it kind of worked for me to say, okay, we got to, she was a good fighter. Um, I just felt that, you know, again, based off of how this primary seat sessions went again, you know, whoever they voted for was ridiculous. So I just felt that, uh, yeah, I'm blasting this whole thing up. Um, I just felt that it, there could have been anybody decent and I'm glad it was a woman. Let's put it that way. I'm glad it was a woman. I'm glad it was a black woman. I don't care what anybody else says that she's not black. She is. Um, and I felt that, again, I know that TJ will say, well, she ain't going to be able to bring rally the black people in and all this. Look, what we need is a good representation out there. And she's the multiple representation that this country features should feature right now. And I think that one, the one main thing, though, even if it was Elizabeth Warren or even uh, Ms. Harris, or even Rice, um, I felt that they will keep Biden, uh, keeping him on his toes, making him make sure it's like, like this is what we need to focus on. And I think she, she's the, you know, like I said, any of those four women would have been good, but Kamala Harris is, I felt was a good choice. Hmm. DJ, the floor is yours. Let me go. Let me let me go. Let me go for you. Go. <laughs> yeah, you go. Uh, I, I personally, um, I didn't like Kamala Harris doing the primaries. Yeah. I just, something about her rubbed me the wrong way. It, this was even, and I think I even posted on it back then. Something about her, I just felt, I felt phony. And this was before all the phoniness even truly came out. Now what I find extra phony is everybody talking about Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris. Where was all that love and support when she was running in the primaries? Where yeah, was well, that's how this silly session where, is. I don't know. I ain't you. Oh, what happened? What happened when she was running in the primaries and Biden got and not well everybody else got more black vote than she did, even including the white women. Now everybody's calling her. We gotta push this woman through, push this woman through. When they were bashing and dogging her in the primaries, nobody said anything. Now when they're doing it, everybody's racist. <laughs> yeah. So I don't get that. It's so hypocritical to me. That's what I can't stand about my people. Is the hypocritical shit, and now all of a sudden, well, she's there now. We got to support her. We got to support her. Well, you didn't support her back when you didn't know she was running for vice president. Now she's in vice president. Now it's support her. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. Dev Hart. Dev Hart. <laughs> Dev Hart right there. Can I go? You can go. I'm done. I think we've outvoted Brian three to one. Um. <laughs> I'm going to take it from another standpoint. What is the purpose of the vice president nominee? The vice president nominee is supposed to attract voters that the nominee of the party can. 
2016, Hillary Clinton lost a lot of black voters that voted for Barack Obama. She lost millennial voters. She lost white women. She didn't have white men. She lost Wisconsin. She lost a lot of swing states. So the vice president, the vice president, the person that they nominate as the vice president, um, that they choose as the vice president, is supposed to help attract those voters that the nominee can't get. To Trump's point, she had a shitty run for president. Yeah. All these people that are supporting her now was nowhere to be found when she could have been the Democrat nominee. So when you look at Kamala Harris, Kamala Harris didn't even win her own state. She didn't even win California. Facts. <laughs> Who is she going to attract to this campaign that's not all the way already there? Black people are already lockstep with the Democrat Party in the 90 percentile. That's that's not subject to change. I don't know why, but black people are in the 90 percentile. She's not going to attract any white women. Those white women that voted for Trump ain't coming back over because Kamala Harris is running. They would have did it for Amy Klobuchar. They would have did it for Elizabeth Warren. They would have probably did it for um, the chick from Hawaii, the, the nutty one. Um, I, I forgot forgot her name. I forgot her name too. Um, but white women ain't coming back over. Millennials who were Bernie brothers didn't even vote for Bernie. They're not getting out of the fucking bed and coming to vote for Kamala Harris. So who is she going to attract? What this is was the Democrat Party in an attempt to make it appear that they are caving into the wishes of black women. There were other black women much more qualified that could have helped him. For instance, Val Demings is a congressman in Florida. Florida is a swing state. Val Demings, because of her familiarity with the state, could have flipped Florida. Keisha Lance Bottoms, mm. Stacey Abrams in Georgia, could have helped him flip Georgia. Elizabeth Warren could have attracted all of the progressives that supported Bernie Sanders and herself. Mm -hmm. Whitmer, who's the white woman in Michigan, could have helped flip that state. I think she Kamala Harris, in spite of her being black one day and Indian another day, brings nothing of value to this ticket. She doesn't. She's not going to bring anybody to the ticket that wasn't already going to vote for Biden. And he needs... My wife just walked downstairs to close the office door, but she's butt naked. This is the shit she does to me to throw me off. So she brings speechless on the show. She brings absolutely nothing of value. Because see, I'm not even gonna get into the personal shit. I'm not even gonna get into, you know, she not black. That's not that's that's not neither here nor there. I'm not gonna worry about that. I'm not gonna even worry about the fact that her record as a DA in San Francisco and as the Attorney General of California is pure shit, which is why she couldn't win her own state. I'm not even gonna get into that. California is a blue state. We don't need to flip California. California has been blue forever. So what actual value is she bringing to this ticket that's gonna propel Joe Biden ahead of Donald Trump? And here's the thing that's really, really funny. Donald Trump, despite him being a racist asshole, and very dumb is not stupid. You can be dumb, but you don't be stupid. Here's what I have predicted. He's Donald Trump and Mike Pence not going to debate him. Donald Trump, ain't he ain't followed the rules of nothing. To put Mike Pence in a debate against Kamala Harris is fucking suicide. It is. And for him to even debate Joe Biden with his cognitive decline is fucking suicide. So why would he do it? I don't have to debate them on president. I'm going to slow down the mail. I'm going to admit that I'm slowing down the mail. So you scary motherfuckers ain't going to vote, be able to vote because y'all not going to go to the polls. 
And then he just picks somebody who actually br she brings no value to the ticket. So I'm sending it out. I will not get up. Well, I'm gonna go vote local. I am gonna go vote local. Yeah, I'm going local. I'm voting. But local. as far as president is concerned, and just the icing on the cake, here's something that we didn't bring up. During the Democratic National Convention, they have given Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez one minute to speak. One fucking minute. Why? She is a progressive star in the Democrat Party. Mm -hmm. The youth love her. Mm -hmm. The progressives are coming up in the party. But the Democratic establishment decided that we're going to shit on her and give her one fucking speaking moment. The only thing the Democrat Party knows how to do on a presidential level is fucking lose. And they're about to do it again. And I've said this before. Biden can't beat Trump without help. And he did not get any help with his choice. That's what I'll say. And I, I'm just saying I'm disagreeing with, with Brian. <laughs> Put that on the record. You know okay. what I noticed? I noticed that when you disagree, that's why I'm I don't I don't really talk politics a lot, but we had to get into this because everybody's talking about it. But you, you it's it's certain people like if you disagree with them, they define your whole personality by you disagreeing. That's on either side. Either <laughs> side. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, you're a racist because you disagree, or you are you a coon or uncle Tom because you disagree, or you know what I'm saying, you or you a dumb black person because you it's, 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 it's just too much of that, man. It's just too much of that, man. Let everybody have their own opinion. If you, it, let's agree to disagree. You don't okay, you like this and you like that. Cool. That doesn't mean you're a fucked up personal individual. That's just your, you know, we need to stop that. I don't give a fuck who who you know likes my opinion or not, but I'm just saying we gotta stop. The problem, the problem with opinions is this, though. The problem with opinions is this when they ain't backed up by shit, but your feelings. Because see, people want to equate people want to equate their opinions with facts. Now I gave an opinion. But I backed it up with some factual information, which makes the opinion a little more solid. But when you're just giving your opinion off your feelings, nobody give a fuck about your feelings. So, I mean, you can have an opinion, but at least have it rooted in something outside of your feelings. Nobody gives a fuck about how you feel. Well, that's true. You know what I mean? <clears throat> no, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> well, all right. <laughs> I just wanted to be registered that I got to disagree with Brian tonight. He didn't disagree with me. I disagreed with him. <laughs> well, well, let's let's move on. Enough in the politics shit. Unless there's anything anybody else wants to say on this shit. I don't. I'm putting it out there right now. I'm not voting in the presidential race. I think we're fucked either way. Um let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. I gotta say this. I gotta say this. Because I'm having this argument with somebody right now. Stop with the bullshit. Stop with the, the Democrat Party can't do something specifically for black people because I posted this clip of Kamala Harris and I'm going to play this clip because it really pisses me off. Do something that's only going to benefit black people? No. So I'm not going to sit here and say I'm going to do something that's only going to benefit black people? No. So I'm not going to sit here and say... Well, I mean... Well, look. On July 19th of 2019, Joe Biden said that on his first day of office, he is going to make LGBT legislation his number one priority. Why is it that black people can't expect the government to do something specifically for us and the first thing he's saying is, I'm going to do something for the faggots. Oh, Lord. Hold on, player. I don't think that the LGBT community is voting in the 90% percentile for the Democrat Party. This has been consistently black people. Joe Biden wouldn't even be in this motherfucking conversation if Jim Clyburn did save his ass along with the rest of black people in South Carolina. He wouldn't be in this conversation if black people didn't save his ass in Virginia. Why the fuck? Is somebody who whose political life is owed to black people making it his business to say 
on my first day of office, I'm going to take care of the LGBT community. What's the percentage of them voting for the Democrats? Because it's a lot of gay Republicans. It's a lot of them. Norman is a fucking Republican. He's a gay Republican, a gay black Republican. So what the fuck are you talking about, dude? And I'm having some man, they, they can't do nothing specifically for black people. Well, yeah, they can. Because he's also talking about he's gonna do something for immigration. He ain't talking about Haitians. He ain't talking about black Dominicans or Africans. He's talking about fucking Hispanics. So he's he's doing something for the Hispanic community. So why is it that we always gotta take a backseat to everybody else? But here we are again, as to fucking deliver some kind of providence. For America. We had to save America after George W. Bush fucked it up. Did we, did we not vote 97% for Barack Obama? Yeah. Here it is again. Black men are being bullied because we, we questioning Kamala Harris. And who the fuck black named Kamala? No, bitch, it's Kamala. Well, look, I saw a meme today. One Kamala falls, another one arises. I'm trying right. to tell you right so now. It's man. like, it's like, why are we always stuck with the responsibility of saving America from his racism, from his sexism, from his xenophobia, from all this bullshit? We always take it upon ourselves to save America, but we also, and it's always niggas that's doing it. Man, they can't do nothing for us. Well, yeah. I can't do nothing for them. Rest in peace. I'm like, at home, not vote. Rest in peace, Kamala. The, the mm -hmm. one Kamala I did like the most, <laughs> the most entertaining Kamala. Rest in peace. He entertained me throughout my childhood. That's that's all, Kamala. Kamala. all Kamala I know is is the wrestler. Yeah, and that's what I'm talking about. He died this week. Uh, so rest in peace, Kamala. 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 It's Kamala, yeah. bitch. Your name yeah. is Kamala. <laughs> all right, y'all. Hey, uh, so Chef Rachel, um, have you you heard the song? Uh, that's pussy. Where that's pussy, you heard where that's pussy, you heard that song? Of of course. What do you think about that? <laughs> I, I think it's trash. I think it's garbage. And I'm not I'm not doing it on some some hate, you know, like uh they say no, just they I had this conversation the other night, just based on like lyrical flow, period, from what I've heard. Cardi B do what I've heard Meg the Stallion do. I think it feels like it was thrown together, mm -hmm. like real quick, and and they just could have did a better job, like yeah. with the with just the flow, the lyric lyrically, that could have been better. Okay, <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you know, it's like we we'd have heard it all before. Why hasn't anybody pulled her to the side and told her that a that a, a stallion is a male uncircumcised horse? Because we men have said, look at that stallion over there. Yeah, but men have said it is stupid. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's a fucking male uncircumcised horse. Yeah. Make the male uncircumcised horse. That's what she's calling herself with your stupid ass. What do you expect? You can't you expect her to call herself some educated? Come on now. It's I, I was shocked. Here's, here's, and we, were, we, we were talking about this before we went live. Yeah. But People are kind of hypocritical, especially, you know, I hear all the stuff about the misogyny in the music and the men degrading women. Black women started this shit. Yes, black women been doing this shit since the 20s. And speaking of that, before you continue, there's been a lot of stuff about this WAP song. Like, it's the nastiest thing ever made. But it's not. It, it's not. And we have proof of that. Because back in the 1930s, there was a song by Lucille Bogan called uh, Shave Him Dry. Now, I'm hoping you two don't cut us off, but check it out for those who haven't heard it before. Check, check this joint out. Get to the nasty part. I got nipples on my titties. Big as the end of my thumb. I got something between my legs. I'll make a dead man come. Oh, daddy. Baby, won't you shave him dry? This was in the 30s now. Want you to grind me, baby. Grind me until I cry. Say I fucked all night and all the night before, baby. 
And I feel just like I want to cut some more. Great God, Daddy, grind me, honey, and shave me dry. And when you hear me holler, baby, I want you to shave me dry. I got nipples on my titty, big as the end of my thumb. Daddy, you said that's the kind of woman you want, and you can make them come. Oh, Daddy, shave me dry. And I'll give you something, baby. Swear it'll make you cry. I'm going to turn back my mattress and let you all my springs. I want you to find me, Daddy, till the bell do ring. Oh, Daddy, want you to shave and dry. Oh, great God, Daddy, if you can't shave them, baby, won't you try? Now, fucking was the thing that would take me to heaven. I'd be fucking in the studio till the clock strike eleven. Oh, daddy, daddy, shave and dry. I'll fuck you, baby, honey. I'll make you cry. Now your nuts hang down like a damn belt, and your dick stands up like a steeple. Your goddamn asshole stands open like a church door, and the crab walks in like people. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's old Lucille <laughs> Bogan. <laughs> so, uh, oh, she, she thought it was funny what she was saying. <laughs> This was in 1933, 35, one of them times, okay? And I was telling them before we got on the air, Brian, that I can't believe my grandparents listened to this shit. Right. I mean, probably listened to it underground, you know, like a lot of nightclub songs anyway. So Yes, but this was popular among, among female singers. Black women were singing that raunchy shit back then. And black men was trying to sing the draws off women. Black women was being raunchy as fuck. So when people talk about the misogyny in the music, I'm like, y'all started this shit. Go listen to I, some Okay, as, as, as much as now we're reverting the table, I'm disagreeing with you. Um, I feel that mm-hmm. women okay. were trying, women have always been trying to compete with men, and especially in the music industry, in every known level, within, in the, in the, in the audio booth, to even behind the scenes in engineering and stuff like that. And when it comes to songs like WAP or uh, any, or songs just like this, the first thing that everyone will attack is, is, is like, you know, it's, oh, it's misogyny, it's, you know, it's raunchy, it's this, that. And it's like, what is the darn difference between what a man says and what a woman says? Just because of the, you know, because of the gender they are? This there's is nothing what different. This is what you feel like every woman should be sensitive and and say, Oh, I want to love you, I want to care for you. If a woman wants to say, Put me over, this is one of the times where the point has went clearly over your motherfucking head. The point is, this type of fucking music was normal, it was around, and women were doing it first. That's just all the time. It did go over my head. So you you can't get on men. For making misogynistic music, when misogynistic music and music that degraded women started with actually women doing it. It wasn't men making this type of music. Men was making the, uh, the will- cracks of my tears and, and I love you, baby. No, we was trying to sing and be romantic and shit. Women was talking about my nipples are like thumbs. Would you say she was be okay, Miss Chef Rachel, please. She wasn't, but did she? No, 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 no. She wasn't degrading women. She basically was saying, "Hey, look, I'm trying to fuck." Mm-hmm. She was making raunchy music. Right. She was making raunchy yeah. music. It didn't start with men. This started with women. So what's the problem? I'm not saying it's a problem. I'm saying it can't be a problem when men got nasty in the what the eighties, late eighties, early nineties. It can't. We didn't start till the seventies. We got nasty in the seventies, man. It's I mean, we got that. Na- we got a little nasty. But have you heard Millie Jackson from the seventies, motherfucker? Have you heard of Millie Jackson? I wasn't born then. <laughs> so you say? <laughs> I never heard of Millie Jackson. Is that? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm gonna have to do further research. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment anymore on who did it first because I'm pretty sure if I dig a little deeper, it would be some dudes with some trash. And, and not only the raunchy music, but the music putting down the opposite sex that started with women. It wasn't men started, you know, got the NWA calling bitches and hoes and stuff like that. No, women were putting down men in music while men were trying to romance women back in the day. If you go back to like the 30s, there are records when women are talking about no good men, man ain't playing no bills, man, he, he, he dick too small. Women started this shit because they had the, they had the liberty of doing it back then. This shit started with the female species. So when people get to get upset about men calling women out their name and dogging them on record, I'm like, y'all started this shit. Remember, y'all started it. Mm. Well, yeah. I, gotta, I gotta look up too. I know some dirty, raunchy shit from men in the 70s. I know that shit. See, we were too busy. We were too busy fucking instead of making music. We was actually doing it. Y'all was singing about it. We was just fucking. Says the guy who wasn't born in the 70s. I, this is what I heard, read, and shit. I, I'm, wow, I'm I'm I do, yeah, okay. I do read, you know, history and shit. So when Lucille, when you went to Lucille uh, Bogan's concert back then, when she sung this song, okay, <laughs> you know, and I'm pretty sure it was a good, uh, good thing. She was laughing on the track and everything. She got real graphic and shit. She's saying the same shit that we saying today, if not even nastier. You know what I'm saying? Nothing has changed. So. I like it. I like I like that vulgar shit. I like the death. So anyway, let's move on. Um, I got something, a little beef I want to talk about mm -hmm. uh, with the ladies. Ladies, I'm gonna need y'all to stop catfishing on social media. <laughs> I'm gonna need y'all to stop with the catfishing on social media. I'm gonna need y'all to stop taking these strategically posed pictures with your phone. Oh, come on. Yeah, I'm gonna need y'all to stop that. And then, you know, you meet up with a guy and he's like, where the where all this shit come from? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna need y'all to stop doing this shit with the phone in the air or, and taking a strategically posed picture, hiding your stomach. You know, I'm gonna need y'all to be proud of that stomach. Talk, Nothing wrong with that. Talk to us and tell us, tell us who got you, Trump. Who got you? Angles. This is about the angles. Tell us about who got you. Gotta get the angles right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but if you're gonna go out, you you taking all these y'all taking all these strategically posed pictures with your phones and shit. To, but I don't see I don't I go in there and I don't see no full body joints. Trump, you can't really complain until you've been catfished by a woman in a motorized wheelchair who's paralyzed from the waist down. But you kept going. Not only went once. But you kept going. You went all the way, didn't you? I mean, once I saw it, yeah, I was all the way. I went rode all the way to. Like Rockville somewhere. Yeah, I, I went on in. You're damn right. So you, so, you had to, so you had to pick her up and put her in the car and all that shit? No, I had you to had pick to her up and put her in the bed. Wheelchair. I had to pick up and put her in the bed and proper, proper, you know. <laughs> and I was fighting the urge to put it in a booty hole because I know she couldn't feel it, but I didn't want to violate it. <laughs> Plus, I didn't know she had a bowel movement. So if I did that, she oh, just <laughs> oh, no. let it all out. So I just, you know, I kept a gangster. I'm not gonna say who or what, but uh, look, lady, y'all, y'all gotta stop with this shit. It's no, say it. No, you say it. I met, I met somebody a couple of weeks ago. All right, and um, she is with headshots. None. All headshots. Pretty, very beautiful face. Extremely yeah, beautiful face. I mean, this chick. You, if it, the face alone, you'd be like, wow, you. Trump, you're in your forties. You should know the signs by now. You've been on the internet yeah. now. Here's tell everybody that I'm gonna be 40 next month. I need to tell everybody that. Here's the sign he's lying. Here's the signs when a woman is about to catfish you. You go through her photo album, she has one or two pictures. She has either a headshot where she's gorgeous, or she has a picture from her knee down showing her calf and her foot. So you ain't getting nothing but the knee to the foot and the neck up. If that's all she got, prepare to meet a big girl. And well, ain't nothing wrong with big girls. I like ain't wrong with it. It ain't nothing wrong with it at all. Big girls are actually, I don't have nothing wrong with it. But doing that, you you I'm mad not because you're a big girl, but because you you lied. How did she lie? You misled me. How did she mislead you? Because you you had a whole body. She didn't tell you she was shaped like motherfucking beanbag chairs. She didn't no, tell you no. she wasn't shaped <laughs> like that. 
You just assume. You put off your assumptions. That's on you. Look, look. You ain't look, look. the signs. Y'all start with these strategically posed pictures and shit. You ignore yeah. the every every picture is like this with the phone up in the yes. air. <laughs> or or they hit you. Or they hit you with the push up, the breast push yes, up together. Yes. Yeah, but you got no big. You got to know big girl titties when you see them. <laughs> If you don't know big girl's titties when you see them, you're going to fall for that trap every time. Look, man. Big girl Look. titties, when they push them together, they still sit round on the outside. I got time to be looking at all that shit. Just take a, just take a real picture. And no, you got to notice that this is... Oh, this I ain't got is, real pictures. The you can judge whether or not you like me or not on my page. I ain't got nothing to This is but, how you get them. Go live with them. Tell them you FaceTime each other. If they say I got an Android phone, tell them uh, get Google, Google Duo. If she says she ain't got no camera on the phone, then she's a broke bitch who got a flip phone. And you don't need to be fucking with her nowhere. You don't need to fuck with no woman that got a flip phone. And then also, you need to make sure she got photos with no makeup. Because you got mm-hmm. you. Yeah. great sorcery. With well, the I'll makeup. tell you this. I've and seen you sorcery. I'm going I'm to I'm say this. You're I, beautiful I, without the makeup. Uh, seen yeah, but my beautiful. oldest daughter, she be using these filters and I be like, your skin not that clear. Your skin is not that smooth. You that's what I'm talking about. If, if a filter. I love you. I'm your father, but goddamn, you be getting these niggas. Well, she probably said, I got it from you, nigga. She probably said, I got it from you. You got that line. I ain't got no fucked up skin. So, look, let me. So, no, all right. So, on, on the conclusion of that, I'm going to put it like this. All right. Um, shit, what the hell is I getting raised? No, no, fuck that. We're not, we not, we not going past this. After you find out that you got catfish. We only got, got 15 do? more minutes. We got to talk about food now. What did you do? After you got after you got catfish, when you realized you was being catfish, what did you do? I uh, I said you know, I gotta go. Did you go to her house? No, we met publicly. You met publicly during COVID. Nigga, we went outside. We had masks on, yeah. And so she was hiding her face too. No, I seen the face. Here's another one you gotta look for. The smile without opening their mouth is showing their teeth. If you see somebody who all they pictures, they smile and their mouth is closed, they got a mouthful of fucked up teeth. I'm telling you. (laughs) Okay. I I went and met this girl one time. She was cute, dark skinned, chocolate like I like them. And she had a nice body. And she got in my car and she started talking. And all of this over here was gone. All of this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bitch, you sh- you could have went to Howard University Dental School and let him practice and put. What's wrong with that? Because maybe she can, she can she can give you some hair from the side. It probably, probably have all gums and shit. All gums. <laughs> <laughs> she can be doing like this. Oh, you stupid! That's a that's a small problem. Oh, you fucking ignorant man! Small problem. <laughs> give me the head like this. Man, just like that. Put it on the put put on the side where my You know that? Put it on the side where my gums at. Nothing where your gums oh, at. There you go. Man, you gotta look at glass half full, not half empty. Yeah, okay. Well, you know, them big girls, man. I'm telling you, big girls don't never have, they never worry about lubrication. Big girls are always ready to go. Yeah, that's true. They don't, you don't have to do no foreplay, no nothing. Just put your hand down there, splash. They ready to go. I like big girls. I'm gonna tell you right now. I like, I like thicker girls. Yeah, I ain't nothing wrong with them. My no wife girls. been gained some weight since we got married, and I'd be like, I'm cool. <laughs> Well, look, speaking of that, uh, we, of course, uh, her name is Chef Rachel for a reason. And she told us about um, she's a personal chef and everything. So I want to know from a chef's point of view, what, what is personally, what is your favorite dish to cook? Period. Oh, I have so many. Yeah, pick pick <laughs> one. Pick one. Um, <laughs> anything seafood, really. Why? Why I'm, seafood? My four, no, what? No, meat, meat, meat. You I like to cook meat, good with the meat, you good with the meat. meat. I prepare, Trump, oh. calm down. <laughs> no, I'm just, I know she said she meat. No, I know where you're thinking. Calm down, but now me and Brian on the same page. Calm yeah, your pervert ass down. She said she cooked meat. I want to know what is it about the meat that why do you like to cook the meat instead of the seafood? 
it's cause cause I I mean I got like the magic touch when it comes to meat, like making sure it's tender. Look at that nigga face. That nigga I know. Face. <laughs> I'm learning. Look at that nigga like. Yeah. You know? you're learning, all right. Go ahead, Stephens. You ignore them. I'm like talking for, to you. Fourth of July, right? Mm-hmm. I did baby backs. Backs. Mm. Low and slow. Them joints like literally were falling off the bone, like super tender, juicy mm. baby backs. And I don't even eat uh, pork and uh, beef, and that sound good. And I mean, I, I I don't eat steaks on a regular basis, but damn it, if I can't cook the hell out of a steak. Mm. I, yeah, I might take a steak once a year, and that's about it. So let, let me ask you this about about the food, because Brian cooks. I don't know if TJ cooks or not. But uh, I can cook, nigga. Don't get it twisted. I didn't get this for nothing. I ain't say you couldn't. Uh, but but Brian cooks. Uh, you know he. I've had Brian some Brian's food before. Um, so what what was it about food? Did you like like this? Is always what I wanted to ask chefs. Was it something you studied, go to school for? Or was it just something you just knew had a gift for putting something together and making it taste good? It's just boom, boom, boom. Um, I just always been like just paying attention to her mom and her grandma in the kitchen. No, no. Yeah. I, my my mom t- didn't really cook like that. Like nobody really, you know, we, we up in here mincing and dicing and d- d- oh no. I was just always intrigued with with food, really. Mm. Um, I was cleaning out, prime example, I was cleaning out my attic and I found a fondue set. Oh, asked for for a christmas gift at like six years old mm. you know so i've just all i've always been into it okay well, I mean, yeah, that's 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 even better because you learn how to cook on your own you ain't had nobody tell i mean you're gonna come up with your own shit instead of going to a school and school telling you well put this with this and this should go with that and blah 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 you know what i'm saying well, yeah, up- like culinary school honestly culinary school makes you a good it uh-oh. She froze. She froze up. She got that, she got that, that, that trigger. Oh, there you, go. you back now. You back. You froze for a minute. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, so it, it's more of a compliment when someone says, damn, you a, you a great cook. Mm-hmm. Like, you can cook your ass off. And then saying, hey, you're a great chef. Because mm. that really, to me, translates to you know how to, like, you can really, you can run a business. You know how to run this restaurant. You're a great chef. Because so, that's pretty much. What, what that is. Trump can cook. That motherfucker can microwave the hell out of a bowl of oodles and noodles. Microwave the hell out of. I, I can cook, but I can also hook up a bowl of noodles and make that make you forget that shit was oodles and noodles too. But Trump Trump been in jail, so you know that nigga takes some noodles, some ramen noodles, and a can of that tuna. I was, in, I was in jail one night. Okay, that's not long enough to be learning how to cook. I, the one thing I did learn in, in, when I was in jail that one night was the food was nasty as shit and I appreciated every plate I got when I got out of there and I was only in there for one night. So you didn't like the choke sandwiches? Choke sandwiches. They they gave you some plain I don't know what that shit was. Pancakes, bread. I don't know what that shit was. That shit was hard. I said I don't see how people can be in here for days, weeks, and even years. Jail jail food is not designed to make you want to come back. Hell no. <laughs> no but if you know I'm gonna be in there a lot for life, nigga, hook it up. Jailful, you're not getting no, you're not getting no luxuries. You just get basic calories to sit in your cell all day. Pretty so the final part tonight before we close out, I want to ask you some personal questions. You single? Am I single? Yes. See, when they ask you that question, <laughs> back. Oh, lady, am I single? Yeah, I'm single. Yes, I am. Believe it or not, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so what happened? Would you divorced or you just never been married? Or? I am. Div- I am a divorcee. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, uh, I tell people I said I kind of been every role that a woman could possibly be. You mm-hmm. know, I've been the girlfriend. <laughs> you won't. You won't be listening. I've been a cougar. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been a side chick, unbeknownst to me. Okay, I did. I'm about to say unbeknownst to me. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me. Have you been one way you know? No, I uh, no, I wasn't You've one. Never been a voluntary side chick. No, not voluntary. Okay, right. um, no winks. Like, oh wow, yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but I, if you didn't know, can you really say you were a side chick? 
Well, I mean, yeah, when you get all when when you get the truth and you realize that they married, then you so when you were side chicken, unknowns <laughs> to you, when you were side chicken, <laughs> side chicken, and you found out you were side chicken, did you continue the side chick or did you suspend any side chicken? No, I I cut off the side chicken. Okay. Yeah, no. You know what? He just gave you a new name for a recipe. You need to make a recipe with some chicken and call it side chicken. <laughs> That's a good well, idea. What, what, what would be the main name? <laughs> Not side chicken, just side chick. No, no, side oh, chicken. A lot of women are, what the hell is this you serving? Oh, uh, yeah, that part. Speaking of women, women yeah. they men and a female chef cooking for they mans. Oh, I want to know the whole problem. Since we on that subject, why is it that men have no problem being side dudes, but women have issues with being side chicks? Not I never heard of a man get upset because he found out he was a side dude. He just happy to get some. Because women, women had that fantasy of wanting to go down the aisle and Snow White and all this shit. They don't have a fantasy of being a piece of you know meat. You know what I'm saying? They got fantasies of being in love and shit. You know. I think it's because women have more control issues because being a side chick, you don't really have that much control. That's true. The only thing you have control of is whether you're gonna stay and whether you're gonna go. But generally speaking, you don't have no you don't have no control, and I think that that's the issue. Side dude, just you just happen to get the call to beat beat her into the mattress and send her home. I ain't gotta I ain't gotta date you. I ain't gotta send you no good morning text. I think that's probably what that's about. You know what? I think you're going to something. <laughs> like because women expect to you know be hey take me out. They expect to feel like they're wanted, even though they don't want to do. I just have to know that you want me. Dudes just be like, I right, just call me when you're ready again. I ain't tripping. Because this ain't costing me nothing. You mean I could get some pussy and I put no evidence on it? Okay. <laughs> yeah, speaking of that, this boy, I tell you, TJ and these segues are magnificent. <laughs> Speaking of that, before we go, I we I want to talk you, chef. You, uh, you married, so I know you know what different types of food. What is a good aphrodisiac food to make, or a good aphrodisiac recipe to make? And hey, have you made you know these type before? Titty cake. <laughs> I I don't I don't I mean I don't want to say the cliche. You know they say oysters and they say. Yeah. I don't want to say that I think really aphrodisiac food is, you know, cooking a meal that tastes great and, you know, I'm butt naked doing it. Like, that <laughs> dude, that's that's a turn on. That's an aphrodisiac. You can say that again. Have you done that, though? Uh, yes. Yes, I have. Oh, you walk along with a man with a cupcake, with butt-ass naked with a cupcake and a candle and the Afro it's the aphrodisiac. <laughs> Yeah. He don't even want the cupcake. Yeah. <laughs> he that cupcake. Right. So now he's gonna eat you. Right. Okay. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, we gonna we got we gotta get some now. Speaking of recipes, once again for everybody listening, where can they get your book and recipes from you and your social media info so we can get these people on here and get some of that good old cooking of yours? Okay, uh, I am the snarky chef across all social media platforms. Uh, the book is www.thesnarkychef.rocks. R O C K S. Yes. Any <laughs> snarky, S N A R K Y, the snarky chef, y'all. Dot rocks. That's easy to remember because I don't know nobody with a domain with that. <laughs> snarky chef. Dot rocks. And hopefully soon. <laughs> I will be able to indulge in some of your food. We'll we'll, we'll discuss that. And, yeah, and I can give a report back to y'all how the food was. How, yeah, yeah, we can we can work all yeah. that out. Work all that out. So before we leave, uh, TJ, you got anything else you want to say? Any anything you want to uh, endorse? Come Kamala, Kamala, Kamala for vice president. <laughs> um, no, not really. I'm just. This is the 50th show. Yes, in two years. We inconsistent in the motherfucker. Um, uh, no fault of mine. Because you have the time you drunk on a Friday 
This is very true. Or you 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 dipped into your personal savings to trick off on some it is a white girl. <laughs> Damn. This, I tell you, this, 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 the stories he makes up. stories from his past. This is what it. These are experiences from his past. This okay, none it. of the women at Trump date pass the urine test. You ain't never seen none of the women I date. You never seen none of the women I date. Yes, I have. You've never seen none of the women. I ain't I gonna even. I ain't gonna even talk about how you made Shorty make sure, make sure I seen Shorty in your house that day. Oh, shorty that we both know? Yeah. You oh, made sure. It would happen. It would happen. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, I did. I did make sure. You made it a point. Yeah. I'm like, oh, come on, yeah. bro. Please. Anyway, that day, and you know what happened with that? Not a goddamn thing. Well, she wouldn't have been in my house. Well, look, we would, we was, it was business. It's all business. You ain't got no business up in my, sitting on my bed unless I'm pushing your head through the look. headboard. Period. <laughs> Stay your ass in the living room. Look, you, you, look, that's you and as me. So, Jeff Rachel, does a man have any business in your bedroom if you're not smashing? None at all. Thank you. Thank you. Look, thank you. Thanks. Anyway, anyway, let's end this show right now. So, this is episode 50. I'm so glad to have Chef Rachel on. She always is on my other show on Monday nights, commenting and giving, showing us so much love. Appreciate it. This won't be the last time you come on for sure. This won't be the last trash ass show. And yeah, trash ass show. Three more episodes, and we will be the same age as TJ. Um, (laughs) Brian, where can they follow you at, sir? And and your information. Uh, you can find me on BTB Picks. Um, shout out to Bianca Belair for answering my question during her little um uh Instagram live thing she did. And uh, you talk about the wrestler, yeah. Oh, she fine, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, also, you know, I wouldn't cheat on my wife with her, but you know, <laughs> okay. Uh, also, uh, game time. Uh, if you saw the last episode, which was very interesting, uh, so check that out on Rip Radio Network. Uh, we do have another matchup next Friday, so 8, 8 p.m. All right, and I'm uh, Trump, Black Trump in 2024. Um, and you can follow me on Instagram at the People's Trump, and on Facebook I ain't shit popping on Facebook. I'm on there sometimes bullshitting around. So um, that's it. Do talk. You ain't gonna ask motherfucker where to find me. This this is se- this is second week. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, so what's the point? This is the second fucking weekend. You did this shit last week, motherfucker. Oh my God, I'm sorry. <laughs> where can they find you temporarily before you get banned and put in jail again? I'm on. Instagram, TJ underscore the Chicago kid. For now. I'm back on Twitter. Okay. Jokes galore too. Oh. I just I just made a new page. Fuck Temporarily. it. Temporarily. Um, I'm okay. even I'm on TikTok and Instagram and the so I'm in TikTok and Snapchat. <laughs> but it's about to be bad. That's what you are. What the hell are you doing? As long as I know how to fucking learn how to use this shit. I'll give the information. Well, nobody over 50. It's not I, meant for I, I, can't, 50, get my kid, I can't get my kids to show me because they say I'll embarrass them. By well, it's not meant for anybody over 50 anyway. TikTok. 50 year old man on TikTok. What kind of shit is that? All you right, y'all. 50 year old man shit, motherfucker. You look old enough. You look older than me. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No, I don't. I have a baby. You got a baby emoji. Emojis are cute. It's all good. Nobody worry about that shit. Emoji with the hat to the back. Man, we need we ain't gonna start the Jonas session at the end of the show. We we out of time. My name is the good Trump, TJ Chicago Kid, Brian 3SL, and the beautiful, lovely Chef Rachel. We will see y'all on episode 51 at some point next week. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. At some point next week. You motherfucker, they don't even know when to come back. Thank you to the Vince Russo and the Vince Russo Network on YouTube. We'll see y'all next time. Just be on the lookout.